weekday. We love the best variety music. Every day. RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal, always looking forward to learning from my guests, hearing about their experiences and what they are passionate about. Today I have a teacher working with St. Louis Primary School, currently the head of department for English. I have Mango Dedan Sunday joining me on the Groove Cafe. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm okay, please. I hope you're still enjoying the holiday. Oh, yes. So enjoyable. <laughs> that yes had a lot of effort, emphasis in it. Do you look yes. forward to the break? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your friends call you Mango. Yeah, my friends call me Mango. Mm-hmm. Well, Mango, welcome to the Groove Cafe. How long have you been a teacher when we do the math? I started teaching in 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I qualified in 2009 and started teaching in 2010. Okay. And, uh, so I've been a teacher since 2010 today. Okay, 2010. So that is, we're looking at 12 years then. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Busia district, a uh, sub-county myself, and that village is uh, Mawanga. Okay, and is that where you went to school as well? Yes, I went to school in the same district. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the school that I went to, my primary, I started the primary in 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was from the Primary School in Bushia District, mm-hmm. and I completed it in 2003. Okay. Yeah, from, uh, yes, please. So did you always want to be a teacher? At first, I didn't want to. To be a teacher at first, my ambition was being a doctor at first. Oh, why was uh, there a yeah. doctor in the family that you looked up to? Uh, yeah, there was. There was a doctor in the family and uh, that's what my ambition at first when I was still studying. But as I grew up, things changed and uh, I joined teaching mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed. Uh, I'm enjoying the profession now and I feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about high school? Where did you go for high school? Yeah, high school, I went to the school that was uh, uh, Bushia Trust. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And then you decided to study education, was it? Yes, then I went to study education. Okay. After. Where was yeah. that? What did you do? Did you do a diploma first or degree? At first, I started with the certificate. By mm-hmm. then, where I went, mm-hmm. uh, then I proceeded with a diploma. Current, I'm doing a degree at Chamogo University. Oh, you're yeah. one of those forever students. Do you enjoy being a student? <laughs> you don't learn it at all, so it does not end. <laughs> it never ends, right? But there's some people, you, you can't carry them kicking and screaming back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly you enjoy it. Yeah, you know, an increase in that knowledge brings new opportunities in life. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. So, so tell me about your first time stepping into a classroom. Mm? When was that? My first time getting into a classroom was in 2010. I can't forget what Feb. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, that's when I really entered in the class. 
What class and, uh, was that? Was it uh, primary school? It, yeah, it was a primary school because I qualified as a primary teacher. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first class to enter that was in which before because mm-hmm. uh, my uncle had just started a school. My uncle is a, is a professor from Makerere University. He's mm-hmm. called Professor Mango. Okay. And he, and they had just started a school in Busia. So we are the pioneers. And the one who started and was stopping at P4. So mm. I went and we started teaching mm. there. Yeah, unfortunately, I worked there for only one year and I was called in Kampala. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I started working up to date. Okay. All right. Yes. So that first experience, because people talk about their first day at work. Yeah, the first experience. Mm. Uh, I remember my first time on radio. I do not want to remember it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> How was your mm. first time? Oh, my first time in a class. You know, you've never been standing before the children. You know, you have. You may have that kind of fear. Mm. You're not as bold as you could be. Mm. You're seeing new faces. Uh, kids are looking at you. <laughs> They're listening to you. You know, you are, any mistake that you make, you know, kids are very sensitive. Yeah. They will tell you, hey, teacher, it is this and this. <laughs> and from there you feel you have never been there doing it for the first time. It's mm. a bit challenging. Mm. But with the time you start making that rapport, you know, mm-hmm. with our kids, you know, you find out everything is a, everything is now okay. And since then I really started enjoying the profession mm. and it really, it is so good. Okay. Well, teachers are very important because we entrust you with our children from an early age to gain their knowledge. What makes a good teacher? One, Mm. you have to love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Love the profession. Okay? If you love the profession, you're going to do your best to bring out what you can in you. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you go there as a teacher and you don't love the profession, you know, you're not positioned, you're just going to occupy because you're there, you're not going to bring out your best. And in the long run, uh, the results, the outcome of what you're doing are not going to be okay. Uh, You're not, you know, teachers play a very big role Mm -hmm. as to the empowerment of any nation. Yes. Uh, there's someone who said that if you want to feel, you know, a government or a nation, uh, you don't need to increase prices, you don't need to do this, just, you know, the education system, just kill the education system. When the education system is killed, when teachers are not motivated, because they will not bring out their best, you know. So when they don't bring out their best, Every profession that was going to come out of that is going to be half-baked. If the doctors are half-baked, imagine what will happen to the patients. If the engineers are half-baked, imagine what will happen mm. to the, the roads and what have you. Mm-hmm. Every profession. Yes. So teachers actually play a very big role. So what makes a good teacher is that teacher who really loves what they are doing. They are so passionate about the profession. Mm. Yeah, they are doing it. Actually, in most cases, we do not do it because of money, but we look beyond finances Mm. and we look forward to serving God, actually. Yes. Exactly. Mm, Teaching is a calling. It is a calling. It is not a job. I mean, a lot of people look at it as that, but for you to be Mm. really effective and 
to connect, I think, to really connect with your students. It's a calling. <laughs> and nearly every person you talk to has that one teacher they remember, either for good reasons or bad reasons. And that shapes us all. Okay, so you've talked about it's really important to be passionate. Mango, can I ask you another question? Oh, yes, please. We are starting the new term 6th of February. Yes, please. Uh-huh, going into the new year. Last year, I think, was very interesting for you as a teacher coming from schools being closed for two years. And a lot of teachers said that, you know, our children had fallen so far behind. Do you feel like we managed to catch up quite a bit last year? Yes, Mm. we tried. You Mm. know, the ministry introduced what we call the average courage Mm lamb. This average courage lamb helped lots in covering, you know, uh, when when you reported back school, mm-hmm. when you go to class, it's like you're teaching, you know, you're teaching three classes in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You know, being at home for two years, you expect children to have forgotten a lot. Mm-hmm. They have been in another, you know, lifestyle. So when they come back to school, they have forgotten everything. When they came, as teachers were teaching, one, you're teaching that thing which you were supposed to teach the other time mm-hmm. and you never told to them. You're teaching that thing which you taught but of course children forgot them completely. Mm. And then you're teaching that things which you are supposed to teach eh. at that particular time. So what the gov- <laughs> eh, that was a lot actually. So what the government did, they introduced what we call the average courage lab. Mm-hmm. The average courage lab, we were not following the formal syllabus. Uh-huh. You know, they introduced that average courage lab. That was covering all those things, all those three areas. Mm. Okay. So we tried to handle that. We even tried also to, you know, to introduce what we called remedial classes mm-hmm. yeah these remedial classes also helped a lot okay we tried our best to cover at least 80 percent of what we were supposed to cover but of course we did not cover each and everything and also that was the time when the government also changed now the courage mm-hmm. without following the former following up to date okay following that average curriculum Okay. Well, I mean, I have to say that's really impressive because I know that was a big challenge for teachers. And one of the things you said that, you know, children had been out of school for two years. So even in terms of how to behave in school, that was also forgotten. Mm -hmm. Even behavior was, I know, uh, I can't forget my first experience when my kids came back Mm -hmm. because uh, currently I've been teaching the candidate classes. Okay. For the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now, when kids came to school, I told them, I, I handled this language, I told them to write for me a composition mm-hmm. about how they spent their happiness. And uh, my daughter had grown big, you know. Mm-hmm. The girl, the girl <laughs> yes. children had grown very big, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. When they look at you, they feel they are looking at, <laughs> you know, they are bigger than you, you know. <laughs> So yeah. you look at them and they export to a number of things. Too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. 
Now, children wrote, and I read the composition which they had written, and I read what they do. You know, these children who come from the exposed Wi-Fi, they have tablets, they have computers in their home. So, a child was frank in their composition, they wrote. No, I had my friend called so-and-so, so uh, we could go to their home and spend the whole night watching blue movies, <laughs> such things, pornography, <laughs> you get it? Yes. So they had been exposed to a number of things. And, you know, among the topics to seven, mm. we have that topic, uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm? Mm. And when you introduce that topic, there are some vocabulary, of course, that you have to handle, like a fiancé, like all those things. Mm-hmm. When you introduce all these things, you see that kids really know each and everything. Oh, dear. So a father will tell you this, 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 this. Something which made me so flabbergasted was that uh, they started coupling. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. But they would do it in private without our notes. So they started having relationships now that they were back yeah, in school. They, actually, they started having relationships way back when they were still in that COVID holiday. Mm. So coming to school, they came when they were ready. Hour. They were exposed. So by the time we realized we were remaining like one man, like actually Saturdays to PLO. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, there were some changes that were not noticing. So... When we started out studying, we started counseling, they opened up. Mm-hmm. And they started telling us, so and so it's coupling, so and so it's coupling, so and so it's coupling. One of my boys was frank and told me, me teacher, I cannot be there without this girl, you know. Huh? I can't. And he was affected. When we tried to counsel him, we said, no, this can't continue. We involved even the parents. You know, the boy became sick and was admitted because you had told him to leave a girl. Imagine a piece of it. You know, so they were so much affected and it also contributed to their performance from positive to negative. Mm-hmm. Yes. So all those challenges. <laughs> big challenges. Big, big challenges. My goodness. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I say again, we have to really appreciate you as teachers there's a lot you had to deal with to reintegrate them back into you know school okay so going into this you know new school term this new school year what advice would you give parents to be able to help our children the best way possible the advice that i could give to parents uh it, 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 we want to thank them that they have been with their kids for you know it's two months at home I know it's not easy for parents. Most of them are working, and uh, some of them leave them with uh, no caretakers at home. And you know, sometimes uh, the caretakers, some of them, mm. may introduce our kids to certain things which we don't know. So mm-hmm. they have to monitor their kids. They have to monitor them. They should not and trust their caretakers so much mm-hmm. that they can do each and everything. As parents, when they come back, let them befriend their children. Let them be very free with their kids. When you know when you're very free with your child, your child can tell each and everything. Oh yeah, they tell you all kinds of things. <laughs> they tell you all kinds of things. You don't need to be bitter to them. Mm. You know, they are kids. Mm. 
Mm. And uh, a master was a kid. Uh, you know, children, they have uh, in their brain, there's something, there's a difference called a lad. The acquisition difference with the kids. Uh, mm. It is more powerful than those of the, the, uh, an adult. Okay. That's why, yeah, once a child grasps something, it takes time for a child to forget it. Mm. That's why you, you still remember what happened in your childhood <laughs> yes. than what happened to you uh, recently. So, mm. that a child learns is going to affect or to help that child in the future. So, as a parent, it is at this time when they are with their children that should impact this place. Yeah. Something good. They have to remember what they watch. They have to do whatever it takes. Because what you do to your child right now is what that child is going to be in the future. We what we are today because of what our parents did in the past. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What we do right now is what our kids are going to be in the near future. Mm-hmm. So, as schools are beginning, schools are we are we as teachers we are ready. Mm-hmm. Most of us are parents. We handle them like our own kids. Mm-hmm. So let parents bring their kids to school. Let parents create that relationship with the teachers. Let parents do whatever it takes, at least to take children to school. And let also them monitor mm. their children. But if you are those ones who are in body infections, please don't just drop your child and spend a full time without checking mm-hmm. on your, how your child is faring at school. I've seen this happen. It also affects the academic excellence of a child. Mm-hmm. If it's a visitation day or, and uh, it's an academic day, you're called as parents and you don't turn up. You know, other parents are coming and your child does not see you. Yeah. The way it, that child gets demoralized and uh, it affects their academic excellence. So be, you know, be that friend with the school, with the teachers and do whatever just tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for mm-hmm. your advice and thank you for sharing a bit of your experience. It's been a pleasure having you on the Groove Cafe. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, well, enjoy the rest of your day, Mango, and do take care. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> for having me. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Groove Cafe.